I'm Alfonso Quiros. You're listening to Plugged In, Con Edison's podcast about everything related to energy. The energy industry is undergoing a lot of exciting changes, and some of those changes are happening right here at Con Edison. On January 1st, Matthew Ketchke, Senior Vice President of Customer Energy Solutions, will become the President of Con Edison of New York. As Matt prepares for his new position as President of Con Edison, we thought you'd like to hear what he had to say earlier this year on Plugged In about clean energy future. Our discussion touched upon topics including climate change, solar energy, electric vehicles, battery storage, and geothermal technology. Good morning, Matt. Great to be here. So can you give us an idea, what's the big picture in energy? Well, I certainly think things are changing and changing quickly around energy. Um, Not a day goes by where you don't look at a story in the New York Times or Wall Street Journal or one of the other papers where people are talking about how much is changing around energy, how much is going on with renewable energy, with decarbonization, with things like offshore wind. So there's definitely a lot changing. In December 2019, Con Edison, in collaboration with ICF and Columbia University's Lamont Doherty Earth Observatory, issued the findings of a 36-month-long climate study. What does the study tell us, and what does it mean for our grid and for our customers? Um, So as we think about what that climate change study meant, it really looked at where is the climate in the New York City area going over the next 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 years. And what that study found was that temperatures are going to continue to rise um, and that sea levels will continue to rise. And we're going to have more intense storms and potentially more days of high heat. And all of those potentially uh, put stress on our energy delivery systems. Um, And it also means that we need to think about how the systems that we operate and energy deliver impacts the environment overall, what a carbon emissions look like, and how do we work with the state policy objectives of reducing the amount of carbon emissions from the state. So where do we start? Well, part of where we start is looking at what the the near-term potential impacts. And and after Sandy, we made a lot of improvements to our energy delivery systems to harden them against storms. And those have paid off as we've seen smaller storms come through with, with less impact. Um, it's monitoring what the climate science says and, and how quickly we need to make adaptations to our system to make sure that we can continue to deliver reliable energy to folks. Um, and it's working with the state on the decarbonization goals and getting away from carbon-based energy and moving to renewable energy. What can our customers expect? So I, I think one is you're going to begin to see a transition away from energy produced from fossil fuels in the state. So the state passed a law in 2019 um, called the Climate Leadership and Community Protection Act. Uh, That law puts a state on a path of reducing carbon emissions um, by 90 percent by 2050 and really looking to take carbon dioxide out of the electric production sector. means that the energy we get will come from renewables going forward. What is your overview on renewables? Renewables are great in that they produce energy without making carbon dioxide, but in many cases they are not dispatchable. What do I mean by dispatchable? It means they're really only available for solar when the sun's shining, for um, wind when the wind is blowing. So we still need to figure out how we get the energy exactly when we need it. That's how storage is going to be part of this mix and equation. Um, But storage technology isn't quite there yet to fill in all the needs that we're going to have around dispatchable energy. So there's still a lot of it's it's getting there, but there's still some technical problems to solve. What's Con Edison's role in helping customers adopt new technology like battery storage? 
um, the conversation around batteries has been increasing. In 2019, um, the state ordered the utilities in New York State to um, procure 350 megawatts of battery storage. Um, and they gave the bulk of that to Con Ed and Orange and Rockland. So Con Ed has 300 megawatts, Orange and Rockland has 10 megawatts. And we've been out actively soliciting with developers to um, bring those battery projects online. We're the second largest producer of solar power in the United States. What does that mean for our New York customers? So for now, in New York, not a lot. Um, we do have a lot of experience, but we haven't been able to use that experience in the New York area. So really, all of our storage projects that are in our unregulated businesses are outside of New York. We've advocated with the state that you should allow us to bring that skill set home and develop large-scale renewables in-state um, as part of a regulated business as well. And Matt, how does energy efficiency factor into our priorities? So we think energy efficiency is extremely important. Um, it's a little weird. When I tell people what I do for a living, and I work for an electric company, and then I tell them that one of the most important parts of my job is working with energy efficiency, or essentially getting customers to use less of our product, they do give me a little bit of a sideways look. We really encourage our customers to use less of our product and to use energy efficiently. Um, our energy efficiency programs are critical. Um, they really are critical to how the state is going to meet the long-term goals of decarbonization, because uh, a kilowatt hour of energy you don't use is a kilowatt hour of energy you don't need to produce, and you don't need any carbon to produce a kilowatt hour of energy you don't use. So it really is one of the best ways of thinking about lowering carbon emissions um, and also uh, saving money for customers. What are we doing to reduce the impact of uh, transportation on the environment? So electric vehicles are going to get more and more attention. Um, today, um, about 2% of sales of new vehicles in New York are electric vehicles. That's up from less than 1% the year before and less than a half. So it's been doubling almost every year. Um, so there's definitely a lot of attention around electric vehicles, customers who are interested in electric vehicles. Part of what we're doing is to help facilitate adoption by putting new charging infrastructure out there, essentially charging stations. So we've worked with the city of New York. We're going to put some curbside charging around the five boroughs. Um, so that customers can have access to charging. And we've also worked with um, the state on developing programs that would incentivize customers not just to charge, but to charge smart, essentially charge at night. So we can give a rebate to customers if they charge in the off hours when demands for energy are lower. Now, Matt, geothermal technology is advancing with uh, the potential to replace fossil fuel heating. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what a geothermal heat pump is and how it works? Okay. So what is a geothermal heat pump? A geothermal heat pump is a device that uses the energy that's essentially in the ground. So if you've ever noticed that the ground in the summertime, if you go into a basement, mm -hmm. tends to be cooler in the summer than the outside. And if you go into one in the winter, it tends to be warmer. In other words, the, the earth, the ground, retains a certain amount of heat in the summer, um, cool in the summer, uh, heat in the winter time. So a heat pump takes advantage of that, essentially by using a loop of water that goes down into the ground and taps into essentially the, the ambient temperature of the ground and draws that out with a device that kind of works a lot like an air conditioner. Um, they're much more efficient than other forms of heating. Similar. So today, geothermal systems are more expensive than other heating options. Um, and that presents a bit of a problem for customers. So even if they wanted to adopt it, it's more expensive. So to help that, we are offering incentives to help lower the cost of a geothermal system so that they would see a, a payback from its more efficient operation in just a couple of years. And last question, Matt, what are the big takeaways? 
We're going to be continuing the conversation around the state around decarbonization and how we reduce carbon emissions. Um, it's going to be conversations around heat pumps and how we think about making heat pumps more and more cost effective for our customers to adopt. And last, I think it's going to be a continuing conversation around electric vehicles. I think we're going to see more and more electric vehicles running around the streets in New York. That's our show, and thanks for joining us. We hope that you enjoyed the highlights of the plugged-in interview with Matt Ketchke, Senior Vice President of Con Edison's Energy Solutions. If you have a comment or question about the program, you can send us an email to podcast at coned.com. We'd love to hear from you. Also, you can follow us on all of our social platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Our handle is at ConEdison. I'm Alfonso Quiros, and until next time, be safe.